Happy New Year and welcome to the world premiere of the Winning at Manhood podcast. I'm your host, Duff Tucker. Winning at Manhood was created to challenge men to embrace the truth about their identity. It's a place for guys to mature into the men that we're created to be. We want guys to stop living life using a comfort zone defense and start living man to man. What this means is getting real with each other and doing life together. This month we're going to look at the mission of a man. What are we here to do and what are we made for? A mission is defined as an important goal or purpose that is accompanied by strong conviction, a calling, or a vocation. In a nutshell, purpose, goals, and convictions drive our mission. If you ask anyone what the purpose of a man is, I'm willing to bet that one of the top three answers will be to provide. The other answers will likely be a form of providing, like to protect, to lead, or to work. Anytime I talk to men about their fathers, the conversation always goes to how their dads either did or didn't provide. As I was developing this podcast, I was thinking about what my father and grandfather taught me about a man's mission. And the first word that came to mind for me was, you guessed it, to provide. They exampled it, they talked about its importance, and it was a key part of their identity as men. I believe the need and desire to provide is written on the hearts of men. We take great pride when we do it well, and we feel deep shame when we fall short or fail at it. My dad is 68 years old. He is quote-unquote retired, and my brother has taken over the leadership of the company that my dad started when we were kids. My dad worked two jobs most of my childhood as he built the business into the successful company it is today. He'll call me from time to time and he'll tell me how he's working at the business that week to help my brother out. Now, here's the reality. My brother doesn't need my dad's help with the workload. My dad needs to feel like he's providing. His identity and his value as a man is rooted deeply in providing. So could it be that the mission of a man is simply one word? One phrase, to provide? If so, what does it look like for a man to provide and what exactly is he providing? For me, providing as a man falls into four categories or four buckets. I'm called to provide spiritually. I'm called to provide financially. I'm called to provide ethically. And I'm called to provide emotionally. Not every guy's buckets are going to be the same. The purpose of sharing mine are to get you thinking about yours. Let's take a look at how I'm called to provide. What is spiritual provision? Well, it's a belief system. A belief system is an ideology or a set of principles that helps us to interpret our everyday reality. This could be in the form of religion, political affiliation, philosophy, or spirituality. These beliefs are shaped and influenced by a number of different factors, but are generally formed in two ways, by our experiences and by what others tell us to be true. For me, spiritual provision comes from my Christianity. I'm a follower of the teachings of Jesus. He modeled servant leadership and selflessness. Although he was given all authority, he chose to earn it through influence and impact. Because of this, I work to model and reflect his examples to others with my life. Financial provision is a means to provide for physical needs as well as the training and discipline to manage those finances responsibly. For me, this is having a job with a steady income, having money in the bank, a roof over my head, and food in the fridge. This is also working off of a budget and being transparent with my family about how we use our finances. 
My example teaches my kids how to be financially responsible or irresponsible, depending on how I do it. Ethical provisions are our moral principles. This is a code we choose to live by, the things we will and will not do, the line in the sand we won't cross. This is our sense of right and wrong. Lastly, there is emotional provision. These are all the feels, happiness, excitement, sadness, anger, shame, guilt, and all the rest. How I manage and process these feelings as well as how I support others in their emotions is giving emotional provision. Through my management of my emotions, confidence, compassion, strength, fear, encouragement, and trust are examples expressed and taught. If I do this well, those that I'm in relationships with feel a freedom to be real and expressive without fear of judgment and rejection. If I do it poorly, the masks will come out. My loved ones will gauge their level of transparency with me. They'll try to be who they think I want them to be, to fit in a box in order to feel love and acceptance from me. Relationships become surface level, unfulfilling, and even frustrating when this happens. One last note about the types of provision. Whether you have four buckets or 40, they will all come from your spiritual provision. Your belief system will determine how you as a man provide in all other ways in your life. So what are we to do as men? How do we master our call as providers? First, we get intentional. Think about how you want to provide to others with your life. Then develop a mission and put it into action. Secondly, accept and understand that this is a work in progress. One of the lies that you're going to hear is that you are failing at this if you're not perfect at it. The truth is, no one expects you to be perfect, but everyone appreciates honesty. Own your mistakes. When you fall short, don't make excuses. Have the tough conversations and apologize. This is how we gain influence in our relationship, guys. If this concept is new to you, I dare you to try it. You will be amazed at the level of grace and encouragement you're given. Lastly, invite some other guys into your mission planning for insight, encouragement, and accountability. A man alone is like a single finger. You can point and you can poke, but that's kind of annoying. A group of men working together towards a common goal is like a hand. You can grab the attention, and when necessary, you can be a mighty fist. Let's recap what we've learned. Having a mission to impact others is winning at manhood. Understanding and exploring the different ways you provide with your life is winning at manhood. Inviting other men into your mission, that's winning at manhood. Thanks so much for listening in. You can follow Winning at Manhood on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can read this article and other blogs on winningatmanhood.blog. Have a great day, and be sure to join us for next month's episode of the Winning at Manhood podcast.